This week on Inside Motorsport, we hear from Molly Taylor about her new job with Channel 7's ARG coverage and also the winner of the S5000s at Simmons Plains. It's Thomas Randall. I hope you'll stay with us. Welcome to Inside Motorsport. I'm with Molly Taylor. Thank you. And uh, it's wonderful to have you here. You're in a different role to your normal job in life, but we're going to talk about that in just a second. But first of all, you're here with Channel 7 as another pit lane reporter with that specialist knowledge of motorsport because you compete in it. You've been welcomed into the into the Channel 7 uh, fold quite some time now. Yeah, I mean, I um, did the SAS Australia recently with Channel 7 and, and now um, been involved with the commentary and pit lane team uh, here covering all the Australian racing groups. Uh, category so it's pretty uh, pretty exciting I mean obviously I'm no stranger to racing but uh, to be in this capacity and being the one asking the questions instead of the one being asked the questions is is a bit of a jump in the deep end but we've got such a ensemble of uh, fantastic people from a variety of uh, you know different angles and a lot of experience which I'm uh, just trying to learn as much as possible get as much advice from them and trying to get up to speed as quick as I can. This is something that will only take in a certain amount of your life and year because you rush off to something else then. Yes, so I'm competing in the all-new Extreme E series this year, which will go to five different locations across the Have country. Have you always been known as being extreme? Yeah, it's probably a very, <laughs> a very accurate representation. So this series is perfect. Um, we're in these, you know, 550 horsepower off-road SUVs. We uh, head to Saudi for our first event. We also uh, go to places like the Amazon, Greenland, Patagonia, wow. and Dakar as well. So it's going to be just absolutely incredible. And and then trying to do some uh, rally stuff here back in the Australian Rally Championship as well, uh, and and this uh, TCR um, coverage. So it's. Hopefully going to be a very busy year. Now, you did compete in TCR in 19. Yes. Did your experience say that, gee, I want to do this again sometime? Oh, I'd I'd love to have a go. I mean, I really enjoyed it. Again, it was something that was completely new coming into the circuit side after growing up and all my career up to that point of being sliding around on gravel. So it's very different driving style, obviously, and having other cars on the track. So it was, yeah, again, a big learning curve, but I really enjoyed it. We had, uh, you know, quite an eventful uh, season, I think. So, um, you know, it was all, everything was happening at once, but, um, you know, it was a great experience. I learned so much that actually helped when I hop back in the rally car as well. So, uh, you know, any opportunity to drive anything is good. I've got a personal view about um, blokes who are good in the wet. Now, there are two New Zealanders (laughs) who've actually shone over the last 20, 30 years, Jim Richards and Shane Van Gisbergen. Now, if you speak to them about racing in the wet, you sort of go, oh, you like racing. There's no, I don't. Neither of them do like it, but they're both very good at it. And you look at their background, of course, and they share something in common. Nothing to do with what they first raced, but the fact that both of them did it, not on slicks, on on tarmac, in a go-kart. They both started in quads or rally cars, in Jim's case. And the same as you, that they're going to have that car control, they're going to have that feel that means that when they get onto bitumen, they get to know when they've got grip and not grip. Did you find that when you were in TCR? (sighs) I mean, not a huge amount. I think that, you know, we were, um, yeah, just trying trying to let everything but I think you're right you know as, as you're uh, used to having something moving underneath you and you're always used to having that less grip available so uh, yeah it certainly I think over time um, does does certainly play play into your advantage and just being comfortable with the car sliding and, and having that sensation of where the limit is when everything's a bit variable. Just go back to this Extreme E the series is new this year and it's an international series 
Does it have FIA approval and all those sort of things? Yes, uh, it's been granted the FIA status, uh, so it's, it's going to be a, a, a huge shake-up, I think, to, to motorsport, following from what Formula E's done and now with the same founders creating this, this new series to uh, not only create some exciting racing, but also to really put the, the climate change issue at the forefront of sports fans and, and really go into areas of the world that have been affected by climate change. So we're really you know, going to be seeing what, what it's causing, what the damage is, and then putting in projects in those local areas to, to help in the local areas, but also larger than that, just creating awareness about climate change through sport and then being able to make some positive impact and yeah, grow motorsport in a sustainable way that's still really exciting to watch. You would have been to some Formula E races? I haven't been to a Formula, Formula E race. I've uh, watched a lot, but um, I've watched it to. as well, and, and I must say that I've enjoyed it. There are a good number of people in motorsport who, oh, it's got no noise, it's got no... It, it, it is different. The cars you're driving are custom-built. Yes, uh, so they're a custom-built chassis built by a team, Spark, in France. Um, so they're all the same, but big horsepower, obviously a lot of torque, and, and I can tell you um, they're not... Uh, they're not definitely dull to, to watch or dull to be inside of. They're incredibly exciting, and as you say, it's different, um, but it's, it's a great different. Um, you know, the, the racing is going to be really close, and the cars themselves, they're, they're phenomenal machines. So, you know, from an engineering point of view, you've got that spectacle, uh, but then you've also got, you know, all the larger, broader impact and, and purpose behind what we're doing as well, which is really special, I think, to be at the forefront of that kind of thing. Four-wheel drive? Four-wheel drive, yes. Yeah, full, full off-road, off-road machine. So, um, and they look similar to a Dakar machine, you say? Yeah, so they're, um, you would you would see a similar kind of, you know, SUV, like quite, quite extreme looking. Obviously, it's a you know, bespoke prototype uh, shell um, but yeah it's uh, it looks mean <laughs> and you'll have a navigator just uh, so no navigator the the way the series is set up we have two drivers okay. um, but there's no one in the car with each driver so one driver will do one lap there'll be a driver change and then the other driver will drive so um, yeah two drivers but no one sitting in the passenger seat and so who's your co-driver uh, so I've teamed up with Johan Christofferson who's three-time world rallycross champion so he's got a, a wealth of experience particularly in this kind of format um, you know, just a, sh- a shorter lap rather than the rally stages. So I've got a lot that I can learn from him. And obviously to be with, yeah, a three-time world champion is, okay. is pretty cool. And other competitors, do you know the names? Uh, yeah, so there's um, quite quite a lot of big names. Um, so overnight, uh, Jensen Buttons just announced that he will run his own team um, and he will actually drive. I'm racing for Rosberg Extreme Racing, which is um, owned and run by Nico Rosberg. Um, Lewis Hamilton has also started his own team, which will have Sebastian Loeb. Uh, driving, wow. um, you've got you know Andretti, uh, Chip Ganassi, all some big names of, of global motorsport oh, that have fantastic. all signed up to the series. Oh. So it's um, it's got the heavy hitters behind it. It's um, it's pretty surreal to be honest to be yeah a driver from from Australia uh, going overseas and being surrounded by a paddock with those sort of people. When do you actually uh, the series kick off? The series will kick off in the first week of April. Will be our first round. Uh, we've had our, our pre-season test in Spain in December, but yeah, we first get to see every everyone in action in April. Okay, and how many rounds? We do five rounds, so first one in April and the last one is in Patagonia in December, so it's quite spread out across the season um, and the, the cars will actually be loaded onto a ship and they sail to every race. So yeah, it, it's really just you know flipping the concept of, of what we can do and what's possible and, and what is going to be the future of motorsport and yeah, just pioneering it, which is pretty cool. We'll certainly look forward to hearing more <laughs> news on all that. Thank you. Thank you very much for joining us, Tommy Taylor. Thank you. Well, Thomas Randall, it was a tough day, but you win the last race and take the round win at Simmons Plains in this 5,000. I've got to thank uh, my, my family and uh, the team, Team BRM, and all my supporters. Uh, 
Rusty French, former 700 Alibar, uh, to Vilbus and ACD Fensire. You know, it was uh, really important that we started that race on the front row and I knew I just had to get the launch uh, to try and have any chance of the victory. And uh, that's what we did. So, yeah, just trying to control it from there. And, uh, yeah, it's just a, a dream. Like I said, nearly a perfect weekend. Just didn't get the lap record in the end. But to come away with the win, I'm speechless after... Uh, yeah, the last couple of months I've had. You've had quite the battle in the off-season with cancer. You're getting out of the car in the last race and we're looking quite fresh. Is that your best you've felt since you've got back in the car? I think you have a little bit of energy in reserve when you win the race. Um, but, yeah, I, I was pretty lucky that the first race today was under safety car for a lot of it, so that kind of reserved a bit of my energy. But, um, yeah... It was probably the, the easiest, it's always the easiest race when you're leading um, because you've got the clean air and you know, you're not trying to battle with other cars. But um, yeah, just really happy to come away with the, the win and uh, it's really good for the, the Gold Star Championship for the, for the, rest, of the, 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 round, uh, the rest of the series. A great start to the championship, but it's going to be interesting if Joey Mawson can line up in your team car for the rest of the year. Absolutely. You know, Joey, I think, would love to do the rest of this, the championship and he's great to have as a teammate because we're so close, as, as shown this weekend, and uh, we're able to sort of maximise each other's strengths and weaknesses. And uh, I think we just work really, really well together. This, that was actually our first car meeting together, racing. You know, the last time we raced was back in go-karts, I think, in 2012 or 2013. So, yeah, been a while since we've sort of gone wheel-to-wheel. -wheel and, um, yeah, I'm not sure what happened to him in the last race, but it uh, looks like he had to come together with Jimmy. But, um, yeah, hopefully he can be back for the next round and I can be back for the next round. And, you know, we're all, yeah, wheel-to-wheel um, -wheel at Phillip Island in a couple of weeks. A great start there for Thomas Randall. That's all we have time for this week on Inside Motorsport. Until next time round, keep smiling and bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.